It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show, and it's a great pleasure to bring in our good friend, General Jack Keen, retired four-star general, chairman institute for the study of war, Fox News senior strategic analyst, Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient, and member of the National Defense Strategy Commission. General Keene, welcome, sir. Thank you for doing this. Always good to be here, Larry, with you and your audience. Thank you. You betcha. Um, I'm reading uh, about uh, Defense Secretary Austin at Singapore Parley. Defense Secretary decries Communist China's coercion and bullying of American allies. And I myself wrote a piece earlier last week, uh, Biden's dangerous misunderstanding of the China threat. It's not friendly competition. I think Beijing wants to dominate in every single sphere. And, you know, General, just another one here. Uh, At the G7 conference uh, two weekends ago, I guess, President Biden said there was a thaw in China relations. The Chinese quickly put out a statement saying there is no thaw. And uh, Secretary Austin wanted to meet with China's defense minister. China said, no, we don't want him to meet uh, to meet with him. Uh, they're buzzing our airplanes and they're threatening Taiwan. I mean, I think this Chinese story is getting worse, not better. And that's why I wanted to hear your point of view. No, I, I, I read the op-ed piece. It was, it was right on the mark. I mean, what China is, is truly up to is dominate and control the Indo-Pacific region, and as their stated goal, replace the United States as the world's global leader. And to achieve this domination, and that is the right word, Larry, and I'm so glad you're using it, you know, it, it, it's about economic domination, technological domination. It, it's, it's about uh, military domination, and most importantly for them, geopolitical domination and they have that all going on at the same time and it's all as a result of the comprehensive strategy so when when they're intimidating coercing taiwan what they want them to do is capitulate reunify without ever having to fire a shot and that's why that campaign is so aggressive when you see them building islands in the south china sea and then claiming sovereignty over the south china sea what is that all about? That's all about domination of the Indo-Pacific region, and a major trade route is what they're up to. And, and it, the, the aggressiveness in the Taiwan Straits, it, they should be held accountable and stop talking nice to them about the fact that since 1979, the Taiwan Relations Act established that the United States and China would ensure the peace and stability of the Taiwan Straits. In other words, we would not do anything to destabilize it and lead to conflict. Well, look what President Xi has been doing for just his time in power now for over 10 years. It's he who's been destabilizing it with his military aggression and also challenging fishing lanes, as, as well as the thousands of violations with military aircraft of, of Taiwan's air, as well as ships violating their maritime zones. It it is they who are destabilizing the region. And to pretend that it's not the case is the wrong approach here. They should be called out on it consistently by 
not just the United States, but by our allies in the region. I don't have any problem with trying to talk to China. I mean, you know the deal. I mean, you you and your colleagues uh, spent four years dealing with them here. They talk nice and play hard, Mm. and they don't ever give up on what their strategic ambitions are. What should – I mean, I do (laughs) – I listened to the president. I mean, I don't want to make this a political issue, but I just think he uses terms about competition. And I think that this is not about friendly competition. And it's this issue of dominating us that I don't think he he and his closest advisors understand. Now, I'm very interested in Secretary of Defense Austin because he takes a much tougher line uh, which sounds to me like a good thing. I'm not sure how much uh, power and authority he may have in the general diplomatic scene. But I think everybody has to know, or Americans have to understand just how serious this threat is. I had Bob Lighthizer, our former trade rep, on. Uh, Lighthizer is furious. Chinese are not honoring our phase one trade deal. The deficits continue to mount. In some sense, we're financing China's military. Still, that story hasn't changed. So, General Keene, I guess I'm asking you for some suggestions. What should be done? Yeah. Well, first of all, we have to recognize that we're in much more of a competition. They use the word competition. It, it, it's to imply we're in we're in some kind of a race here, and 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 that the stakes are not as serious. I mean. This is an adversarial relationship, mm. uh, for sure, and we've got to call it out as, as such. And and when they're using all of the tactics that they're doing in the region, we should be pushing back on that mm. and, and recognizing that that competition and aggression that they're using right now is really part of their strategy to push back on our allies. I will give this administration some credit. What they have done with Japan, South Korea, the Philippines, four more bases with the Australians, that has strengthened the allied partnership in the region. Japan is doubling their defense budget. It's really quite remarkable. Mm. South Korea is up, upgunning theirs. And the Australians, despite moving from a right-of-center to a left-of-center administration, they have focused like a laser on China being a major threat to them. Mm. And Papua New Guinea... Uh, the administration has reached out with those islands there also to align uh, with the United States and these other allies and partners. That is the best of what they're, what they're doing. But what they're not doing in a coherent way is countering China's gray zone operations, is, is what we define those as, is trying to achieve dominance without having to fire a shot. Mm. And that's what we should be doing on a daily basis. The second thing, Larry is we don't have an effective military deterrence. We have talked about it time and again. The Chinese outnumber us in every category except submarines, mm. ships, airplanes, rockets, missiles. Now, we don't have to go toe-to-toe with them and have the exact same number of them. We, The Soviet Union outnumbered us. But what we had, though, with the Soviet Union, when their generals looked across that border and saw the capability of the United States and NATO allies, they knew the cost of conflict and an offensive operation against the East would be too costly to them. And that is effective deterrence. We have an erosion of that. And these budgets that we're getting 
don't even come close. The budget that's proposed right now at 3.2% increase year over year is below inflation. The Navy's going down from 298 to 291 in ships. Mm. Their goal that they want is 373. China's going to 440. Mm. The Air Force is, Larry, is the smallest it's been in 40 years. Mm. The Army is heading down towards a number we haven't seen since the, the end of World War II, prior to, prior to World War II. So at the same time that China is upgunning in every single category, the United States military deterrence uh, is eroding. So those things is what we've got to move, I think, with a sense of urgency. The Indo-Pacific commander said a couple of months ago, this is a dangerous threat that we're facing, and we must move with a sense of urgency to fix it. And the idea that I've talked to the the national security team in the White House. I I think they get the the seriousness of this threat, Larry. Mm. I'm just amazed that the president doesn't talk the way some of his people talk uh, about this threat and how foreboding it is. And he keeps offering these conciliatory phrases like we did eight years ago, not recognizing the major transformation that's taken place and the seriousness and comprehensiveness of the threat. Uh, you know, that, that, and you put your finger on it. It's just just what you said. Uh, uh, Robert O'Brien and Bob Lighthizer said the same thing, that there's a lot of good folks in the National Security Council staff who understand the threat and the threat of dominance and so forth. You're just not getting it from the commander in chief. It's exactly what they said, uh, General Key. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah, Almost word for word, what, what you just said, the same, they said. Yeah, yeah, right. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're not letting the senior staff who understand the threat, they're not giving them the play that they should have in terms of public diplomacy and, of course, in terms of actions. I mean, you're right about the military budget. That's going to be a vexing problem because we're we're in an era now politically where budget cuts are the order of the day. And I don't know how this is going to play out uh, in the defense budget. But anyway, General Keene, thank you, sir. Uh, we haven't talked in a while, and it's a great pleasure to hear your voice. Yeah, it's Appreciate great to reconnect it again. Thanks a lot, Larry. Thank Have you, a sir. wonderful weekend. Thank you. All right, you too. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.